What's up, everybody? It's your man, Big Man for Sherman Colors. Start a big view, start a message. Coming at you with another episode of The Big View. So today we're going to come at you again with another popular opinion. Um, I'm just sitting here. I just, I've thought about a lot of stuff and I just wanted to I was like, this would be a great day on this Easter Sunday to do an unpopular opinion. You feel me? Just something, you know, just to really just to, uh, make you think. You feel me? Something you're going to sit back to while you eating your double eggs. You eat your little chicken, you with your family, you eat your little meal and this and that and other. There's something to kick back to and stuff like that. And just have you something to just think about. And something to just keep your mind off a lot of things that's going on in the world, you feel me? Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's been an alright day for me, personally. Um, I'm a little sad because, you know, around about this time when the holiday comes, you feel me? It's usually really a sad, sad time because I really don't have no family there because my mom passed and... You feel me? My father's not, I don't have a father and you feel me? I really don't have no family like that. So it'd be kind of like a little bit, the older I'm getting, it seems like it's going to be a lot harder to cope with me, with my loneliness and stuff like that. But that's what I asked for. You feel me? I, sh- I shouldn't be dependent on people. I shouldn't get into situations with people where I can't depend on them. You feel me? Um, feel me? But it is what it is. I feel like everything, if I keep doing the right things and staying positive and still doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I feel like I will be where I will need to be in the next three years. I feel like I will have the wife and the kids. I will have the white picket fence. I will have the, you know, the 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 hit TV show and you feel me, have my own talk show one day, like I said, I was like I was. I'm speaking, while I'm telling you all this, I'm actually speaking this stuff to existence. I actually feel it. You feel me? I just need to see the, the, the groundwork coming in now. You feel me? Like today, it's a celebratory day. Even when it was sad, it was a little celebratory because on TikTok, I just reached a thousand viewers on my first video. I've reached my first a thousand viewers. Um, I I was actually, I just went on there. I was checking like my little notification because they send me notifications about our likes that I got and stuff like that. But um, I, ch- I clicked on there and I saw like, I was looking at the numbers and I was like, oh my God. I was looking, I thought it was just like a regular, like 12, 1200. I'm like, if that is 1200, that means I hit a thousand. I'm like, oh shit, that means I'm a thousand. I must have, I, I had a thousand viewers. So that means like, whether it's bots or, you feel me, like my man, my main man yesterday was like, he broke it down to me. Cause I'd be like, if I, if you hit 700 or 800 plus, you feel me, viewers, half of them are bots. And then most of them are some real people. And he was like, yo, what's half of 700? He was like 350. He was like, yo, so you feel me? Why the fuck are you worried about the other bots if you got 350? Focus on that 350. And he put my shit into a lot of perspective. It's like, yo, I'm so busy chasing the viewers and stuff like that. And I done went past the message, no pun intended, message, uh-huh, that I'm really not, I'm losing sense of what my purpose was. My purpose is to do videos to educate. You feel me? Pass down onto people that are just like me and think like me. You feel me? I'm doing a lot of stuff that a lot of brothers with and a lot of people in the neighborhood and the community and outside of my community and in my neighborhood would love to do and not and they don't have the resources or they don't have the courage to do it. You feel me? I've gotten over so many hurdles in my life to get into this point. You feel me? Just even me just talking to y'all and expressing myself, that's just one accomplishment right there because a few months ago I was shy like my videos was no longer than about like five or ten minutes I was really hesitant to tell my story about a lot of things you feel me it was just crazy but um 
you know, I'm more confident now. I can tell I'm more confident because, you feel me, I just don't do it just to do it. I'm doing it because I have a super person. I'm just, I don't just throw videos out there no more to just do it. I don't just do, you know, episodes just to do episodes. You feel me? I feel like my talent, I can groom my talent and work on my craft a little bit more to where my shit is perfect. I want my shit to be timeless to where you see it from now. If you watch this episode 10 weeks or, or, or a month from now, you can still bump my shit. Or, you feel me, years from now, people can still listen to my stuff and be like, damn, he's really talking about some stuff that we really going through right now in this time and era, and he's not even here to even speak about it, or, you feel me, he's on some, he's on a different level, doing some other stuff. He's, he, he started here, but he's doing 10 times different, better things, you feel me? Um, last, like, last night was a crazy experience, just to, before I get into this unpopular penny. Last night, me and my homeboy was going to the club. Because my co-worker had talked to me. He was like, yo, let's go out. Um, I want you to come hang out with me and this and that and other. I'm going to come meet you at the power plant. He's like, yo, that's where you go. So I'm going to go down there, chill with you, and hang with you for a little bit. So we went down there. We was chilling and working and this and that and other. We was just vibing, having a good time. So my homeboy, my co-worker had called me like, yo, I'm going to keep coming down. I'm going to come down. I'm going to come down. He was like, he told me at 930 he was going to come. 9.30 came, he called me like 10 o'clock, he's like, yo, I'm on my way, I'm about to park my car, I'm on my way. So I'm like, yo, I told my homeboy, I'm about to go downstairs. He's like, yo, I'm going to go downstairs with you. I'm like, okay, we'll just go downstairs and just wait for him to come. So while my homeboy's coming down there, he sees a guy, one of the security guards that he had an altercation with a couple weeks, last weekend with. So he was trying to explain the situation to his homeboy, I mean, to the, to the security guard. And they were having a conversation, and for some reason, the, the conversation just went left. I would just remember them having a conversation. The conversation got a little aggressive. It really wasn't to the aggressive web. Now, I'm, what I'm saying is the aggressive, like, you feel me? Y'all touching each other. Y'all trying to explain y'all point. Y'all over-talking y'all, over-talking each other. Y'all really can't express, you know, really listen to each other and this and that and other. Because y'all too busy talking over each other because y'all not trying to hear the other person's point of view. That's what I mean by aggressive. You feel me? So, I went from that to being aggressive. So... Next thing you know, he's like, my man, my homeboy's like, yo, you know, if you kick me out of here now, I'm going to get Barry. He's going to bring me right back in here. Now, Barry's the guy that runs the uh, the head of the, he runs the power plant. You feel me? Well, he made it seem, we're going to, I'm going to explain that to you later. He made it seem like he was running the power plant. So he's like, all right, well, officially he gets, he, he goes on a walkie talkie. He's like, yo, you're banned. You can't come back in here. So one of the other officers, the head officers, come to us. He's like, look, he can't come in there. You're going to do what you're going to do and blah, 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 blah. Uh, he said you threatened him and this and that another conversation. He feels some type of way about you being here. So right now you have to leave. So for about like 30, almost 30 minutes, we in there. We're having a, a disagreement. Excuse me, I need my pistol. But he was basically trying to explain to that man that, it went from now, it went from it being an ID situation like, yo, um, Barry comes to us like, yo, um, at first it was an ID because you leaving out. They said that they had a problem with you not using your ID. You telling them that you're not having your ID. And I put it strict orders on them to have people check their IDs in and out. They got to have IDs. I'm like, okay, well, if that was the case, why did you let them in? Oh, he's like, oh, I can't keep letting people come in and out if they don't have no IDs. I'm chewing. Hold on. Sorry about that. Yeah, so he's like, can't have people coming in and out without no IDs. So he's like, so I'm like, he never stepped foot. He never stepped outside of the thing. 
If he stepped out of the thing, it would be ID. It would be an issue. But if it's an issue about IDs, you shouldn't even let him come in. If it was a whole thing about the, about the IDs. They're like, oh, well, we let you slide. We're trying to enforce the ID situation, this and another. Okay, that's understandable. All right, whatever. So I'm like, how did I go from an ID situation to it being, you feel me, this altercation right here? From them having a regular conversation until, until it gets to the point where they're having a big-ass argument about, oh, I'm banning you, you're not coming in, or this and another. So my homeboy is here. He's like, yo, I got a Jewish lawyer. I'm going to get my lawyer, and I'm going to get him down here. He's going to be out. He's going to sue you guys and this and that and other. It's either I come in or I'm suing. So it's just crazy. So I'm like, the fuck? Like, this is crazy shit. So we get it and we get there. So we get to the point where the head of security is like, the general manager of the security is like, look, he can't come in. Your homeboy can come in, but you can't come in. And to now you're getting to the point where you're trespassing. You have to leave. The, the premises, because if you step foot on this premises, you're trespassing and we're going to have to take uh, drastic measures about letting you trespass. We're going to have to call the cops and this and that and other to take care of the situation. So I'm like, really? So my I go back upstairs because all that shit is just like, I'm like, yo, I just got to I got to give me a drink. I got to just get my mind off of this stuff. So next, thing you know, I meet, the, meet my co-worker. He upstairs. Yeah, yo, let's um, let's go to this other club. This club kind of phony. Let's go to this another club. Let's go to this club, the Red Indoor. You feel me? Um, over uh, Pulaski. Let's go over there for a little bit. We just come in there, show our faces, and this and that and other. Hey, put my cologne on, this and that and other. Let's try some of this cologne. Maybe we can get some numbers at night, stuff like that. So, um, I get we go in there. It's a couple people we talking to and this and that. And that. I come in. I come. We come in. We come out. He like, yo, we are gonna try to get a little bit, waste a little bit of time. We about to go to club internationals. He like, look, make sure you put all that cologne on because you might get a number tonight. So you feel me? The club international is cool. You said it's it's packed, but it's got you got room to dance. The dance floor is clear enough for you to do your two step and this and that. And that. Even though I don't dance, but it was clear enough to where people could have room to dance and this and that. And that. You had people twerking. You had a mixed variety of people. You had young people. You had old people. You had everybody in there. Nobody was on no BS. Everybody had a good time. Everybody was chilling. That's how club internationals is. So I'm sitting there. Feel me? I'm decided like, man, I ain't dancing. I'm about to enjoy this vodka and orange juice. I'm tipsy. Let me sit down, enjoy this, enjoy this drink. So while I'm enjoying the drink, I'm sitting next to this lady. This little short, nice, this short, nice. She brown skin, cute, nice little braids, big lips, big titties, like all that shit. No, excuse me, but she's like, um, my homeboy start talking to her. So I'm like, she like. Uh, she started telling, he started, she started telling him about her restaurant and this and that. So I'm like, okay, that could be a good little angle for me to put my little podcast situation and try to see if I could talk to her. I'm like, you own that? She's like, no, I'm the general manager. She's like, but I own, I, I'm a general manager here, but I work, I work, I own a car wash and I own some other business. I own a, a hair store. I'm like, are you interested in trying to like get, uh, you know, talk about your business and stuff like that on my podcast and stuff like that? I'm like, here, let me show you what I'm talking about because I don't want you thinking that I'm BSing. Here's my show. Here's my website. You feel me? I'm on Spotify. I'm on this. I'm on that. I'm on, I, I got, I got a show on all social media. I got, I got a show called The Message and this and another. You feel me? We could work together. We could talk about business. So, you start exchanging numbers. Um, 
I'm seeing the conversation get a little bit more interesting because I'm, I switched my position so I can give you my full body, unbodied attention. So, um, even though you can't see it. So, we sitting there and start talking. We, we exchanging numbers and this and that and other. I'm like, what's a good time to call you? She's like 12 o'clock around the time this and that and the other. We talk about business. Um, she's like, yeah, like... I'm like, yo, I'm just really, I want to show you that I'm serious. I'm 26. I want to, you feel me? She's like, I know, I know a lady that runs film. She be hiring extras. I'm like, yo, I need her information because I'm trying to talk to her about like getting on as far as like, um, you know, being an extra, you feel me? Like trying to get into the movie industry and this and other. I'm trying to learn from the best to where like she films, she directs films and this and other. You feel me? I could get up under her, you know, become one of her little pupils or something like that. Work up under her so I can start developing, learn how to work films. Like, like all of that stuff, like she's like was a like the plug for a whole lot of stuff that I'm trying to get into. So it was just like that night. If the situation didn't happen, you feel me at the power plant, I would have never went to a couple of nationals, and I would have never got to the point where it's now that I'm actually trying to make business moves with this lady and the other lady to where I can actually you know get a I get a get a guest for a show for my show, and I can get my I can move forward in my career as far as working with extras and stuff like that. You feel me? But, um, yeah, it was just, last night was a crazy night, but it was such, you feel me, on a business-wise sense. Last night, they had a nerd apocalypse down at the power plant, at the bottom of the power plant. They had a guy that was in the military. He was singing. He said he sung the national anthem. This and I never, I got his number. I'm going to talk to him, you feel me, about possibly being a guest on the on the, uh, the big view and this and that and other. So, as far, as far as, like, it, this, these last two days has been really, you know, really good for me because I've got contacts. I've made business contacts. You feel me? My videos is making, making waves. You feel me? I got people in New York, New Zealand. You feel me? When my shit hits a thousand, that means it's going outside of my city and outside of my community. You feel me? You got people in, you know, New Zealand, New York, Thailand, China. You feel me? All these people is checking a nigga from Baltimore, a nigga that's living in a room for rent. You feel me? That ain't got a pot to piss on a window, throw it out of. You feel me? I'm touching the masses with just me just speaking my truth and letting people know what I'm going through in the plight of everyday black males. You feel me? That's an amazing gift. That's an amazing gift. And I feel like God has blessed me with this gift and I have to use it to my full potential, my full potential and give it my all. But, um, yeah, man, <laughs> I just, I was preaching a few minutes ago, but, um, to this popular opinion type of thing, situation, unpopular opinion. Um, it's a lot of, and some few things that I want to talk about this on my mind. I did, I think I did about like one or two unpopular opinions already, but I feel like, I feel me, it's a lot of stuff that's been going on these last couple of months that I haven't really even touched on. And I wanted to give people my two cents on how I think about a lot of things. Now, for one, the thing that has been going around, going around the whole world, you feel me, that's went from Hollywood to, you feel me, to the hood, you feel me, everybody's talking about this, the slap geek, Chris Rock and, and Will Smith, this is my input, and this is how I feel about the situation, I feel that, you feel me, Chris Rock was wrong, they were both wrong, in this situation, both of them was wrong, Chris Rock was wrong for telling a joke, you feel me, making, embarrassing her, burn, embarrassing this man's wife in public, you feel me, and a lot of things he's just been saying about her, you feel me? And as far as, you know, him just taking jabs at the whole Smith family. So I feel like this, the smack was kind of a little bit warranted. Now, on Will's side, Will was wrong for, you feel me, embarrassing that man in public. But you can't tell another man how to react at the end of the day. You feel me? What's, what's not, 
You feel me? What's uh, personal to me might not be personal to him. And what's personal to him might not be personal to me. You feel me? What he has a tolerance for might not necessarily be what I have a tolerance for. You feel me? I'm not saying he's right. I feel like he would have, it should have went, went, went a little bit better. They could have pulled each other to the side. If they were going to have an altercation, they could have waited until after the academy and this and that and other to do what they was doing. My thing is more on Jada because it feels like Jada was the one that and put the ammunition in his back. Now she's trying to take out, she's trying to, she's trying to bet back to save her ass. You feel me? After her husband and put his livelihood and his career and his and his um, reputation online to defend somebody that countlessly and countlessly keep going after this man, embarrassing him, talking about him, emasculating him in front of everybody to his community, to the the wide range, to his you feel me, his peers. You feel me? So it's just like she is she's she's a typical Baltimore chick. You feel me? At the end of the day, not disrespecting nobody from Baltimore. It's a lot of beautiful sisters. I love my sisters in Baltimore. I love everybody in Baltimore. You feel me? But it's just like she I've dealt with women that is just like Jada Pinky. You feel me? That they expect you to defend them. And when such when shit goes down, you feel me? They wanna just say they just wanna act stay face like they didn't do nothing. You feel me? It's a lot of brothers in jail and a lot of brothers in the cemetery for messing with girls to just act just like Jada. You feel me? Just to be honest, on some real tip. There's a lot of sisters out here that's like Jada. They got a lot of brothers jammed up out here. And you feel me? Wishing they was jammed up because they in a cemetery or the morgue or somewhere. You feel me? But that was just my input on the situation. Um, Next thing. I feel like in the next couple of years, you feel me? I feel slowly from now. I feel like it's starting. It's it's a it's a hidden agenda in this in this world. You feel me? They're covering up. Uh, they're using racism, and you feel me? It's sexism and classism and all these other things against us to really overline. You feel me? The real common thing. And I feel like eventually it's going to come out that, you feel me, the main agenda is they're trying to have it. The agenda, they're using race and all this other stuff as a cover up when it's really you've, you've got people thinking that it's black against white. Or you got you got people thinking that it's straight against gay. Or you feel me, you got men against women. But the whole time, there is, it's a bigger fight. And the fight is that people want to underline and want to, you feel me, cover up and, and throw salt over or put a rug over top of it's good versus evil. You feel me? Not saying either one, either party's good or either party's evil. You feel me? I feel like it's an evil entity. You feel me? Necessarily evil entity. You know what I'm getting at. That is running this situation. Is making people, you feel me, uh, putting everybody against each other when the whole time they're our enemy. They're our enemy. You feel me? The whole time they have us thinking that it's us against us, but the whole time they're against us and they're picking me. They're 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 sitting back and they're watching us, and we're just falling into the fold as sheep. You feel me? They got everybody going against each other, all class and this and another. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. You feel me? We're all and we all human beings, and we all have love, and we all have this and that and other. We all we gotta wake up and see that they have their their agenda is winning. You feel me? We're falling right into the trap of what it is. You feel me? We're forgetting about love. We're forgetting that love conquers all. We're forgetting that, you know, um, you feel me? Love is the answer for everything. You feel me? I, I keep, I quit, I'm tired of saying love, but you feel me? It, it really is that love answers for all. You feel me? And 
I just want people to just open their eyes and see that it's a hidden agenda. People want us to go at each other. They don't want us to work together because if we work together, we can start opening eyes and we can start seeing that they're not, we're not knocking each other off. You feel me? They're trying to knock us off, but they're using us to knock each other off. But the whole time they're getting what they want out of us. You feel me? And if you can read between the lines, you know who I'm talking about. You feel me? You know, you know the people, the entities that I'm talking about. But, um... That's just how I feel on that. Um, another thing. Now, people in my community is, you feel me, it's it's a lot of, what is, what's really not been, you feel me, gone, that really has not really been, uh, been talked about and has been swept out of rug is that, you feel me, property tax. In the communities, in the black communities, it's a lot of community. I'm starting to see on a gra- on a rapid rate every black community that I walk, that I ride past, or I drive, or or you feel me, that I go or walk past. It's a lot of people that's coming from other communities that's taking our taking our houses. You feel me? You might have a family that came that was in America. You feel me? That was in this block. You feel me? That had a house that was passed down from generation to generation to generation. That there was their grandmother's house, their great grandmother's house. That went to their mama's house, to their sister's house, you feel me? That went to your generation, now it's your generation. And you feel me? And you've, this this house has been a part of your family. This family, You've grown in this house. You've had memories and this and that and other. And because you haven't paid one one time on your property tax, you miss one payment on your property tax, they take away your house. You feel me? These people have had their livelihoods, their whole lives, and everything that they built. You feel me? This is every this is went from for generation to generation, and they're losing it to people that's coming from you feel me different countries and this and that and other. They're not necessarily certain that they know that they're pawns, but they're being pawn used as pawns. You feel me? To a bigger purpose, to getting people like us out of the neighborhood and having you feel me rebuilding the whole structure. You feel me? I feel like in ten years. Papa Grove and these communities that are not that are predominantly black, not just in Baltimore, but other states like you feel me, you can see that it's starting to take over New York. You can start seeing it start to take over certain uh, certain towns in LA. You feel me? Starting to make it like uh you feel me? Um how how can I say this? Um Getting, you feel me, the black community, they're pushing the black community out out of these neighborhoods. They're rebuilding it. They're putting Starbucks in it. They're putting things that's going to attract people that are like them. And they're going to make them spend money, you feel me, and make us, send us to either, you feel me, make us F the county up, send us down there and high the prices up. You either you, you're going to either be homeless or you're going to be out here living above your means, and there's going to be a lot of people. It's going to, that means the crime value is going to go up because people are going to be starving out here to, to keep ends meet, to live in a, a part of town that they can't afford because they've been, you know, been pushed out of that neighborhood that they've been living in for years. You feel me? But people got to open their eyes. Our community definitely got to open our eyes. It's a hidden agenda for us to, um, for us to get gentrified. You feel me? They're pushing us out of the neighborhood. You feel me? Uh, you can you start telling like, but most of over east is starting to be John Hopkins. They're turning into John Hopkins, so they're gonna buy people out to to get that. You feel me? Then over west, you basically over west, you got uh, on the western part of downtown, you got Martin Luther King. Is basically that's they're buying they're starting to buy that up, and that's gonna be mainly university. So you feel me? We gotta start opening our eyes up and seeing that you feel me. It's um. 
it's we're we're being pushed out of the neighborhoods that we've that we've built and we've made us. There's no more pop, mom and pop stores no more. You feel me? I can't remember the last time I've actually seen a mom and pop store. That's gonna go to my next unpopular opinion. It's not really any more black owned, you know, grocery stores. We don't have grocery stores. We don't have supermarkets. We don't have stuff like that. We don't have places to where it's like we are, you feel me, self sufficient. We're going to different we're getting people from different communities coming down here, giving us food so we can't control the food that we eat. We can't control the things that's being sold in our neighborhoods. We're just losing we're losing control of our neighbors. The only thing we have control of is the blocks that we sell drugs on. And we don't even own that. That's somebody else's block. That's just something that we think is ours because we've been we've been trapped in thinking that this is our community. And we're just getting something that we've been left over on. You feel me? Um But yeah, like and, and when we get to these it's like this is a discussion where I need somebody else to basically chime in on. I feel like with these mom and pop stores, I, I, with these black owned businesses, a lot of people don't want to pay to, you know, want to pay the extra price that it might necessarily take to support a black owned business. You feel me? If you see a Chinese store, if Ming is selling a bottle of water for $2, you'll go there before you go and pay $220, $225 over Shabazz's store because. He's putting money, he has a, He might have to raise his prices up to compete with Ming. You're not necessarily knowing that, you feel me? He might have to jack his price up to compete, you feel me? To, can, to keep his store open, to keep him actually making some revenue because he's, he, because people keep, uh, get, he keeps giving people credit. You feel me? He can't afford to give everybody credit because if he lose credit, he can't keep. He's not making any profit. You feel me? Ming can keep and give people credit. He might not, but he can give people credit because if shit doesn't go well for him, he could pass down his store to one of his nephews or somebody from his community can. He can get somebody from his community to pass it over onto, and then they can do the same thing. You feel me? We're not doing that. If we lose our store, that's an abandoned building. It's no more a mom and pop store. Or he, he or he's forced to have to sell it to another community. You feel me? Like we have to be more supportive of our black owned businesses, no matter what the cost is. You feel me? We shouldn't have to be so damn cheap that we're not that we refuse to pay. You feel me? Because we feel like, you know, because we're black owned and it's black that we're supposed to be uh giving each other credit and it's none other. You feel me? But that's just my intake on that. That's just my outlook on that. Um what else? What else? What else? Um what else? Oh this is a big double standard for brothers out here. Stop making women think not making women make you feel bad because you're not all the way established at a certain age. Okay? Some people come later in life. If you get, when you, it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter if you get a car or not, or you have a house or not. As long as you get it, that doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter what time you get it, as long as you get it. You feel I me? Mean? You put a time stamp on everybody. Some people, don't blossom in their younger years. Some people don't, you feel me, mature until they get on later in life. Not saying that doesn't make them a bad person, it doesn't make them a good person. Some things doesn't just come together for some people for a young age. Sometimes it takes time and it takes age and it takes wisdom for you to develop to be a person, to be more wiser and for things to come in line for you. 
feel me? Stop letting people make you think that you have to have a car to be successful. You have to have a house to be successful. You have to be this to be successful. You feel me? As long as you handle your business, you're working a nine to five, you handle your business and you're working towards those things, you're established. As long as you're working on to those things and you're trying to strive and be better and do better for you and your family, don't let nobody make you feel bad because you're not on that tier yet. Because once you get it, ain't nobody going to be caring about what, how long it took for you to get it. All that's going to matter is that you got it. You feel me? I had to learn that the hard way myself. There's been a lot of relationships where I've been automatically forced to have to be established at a certain age when I've been with women that, you feel me, there's no pressure on them to be established at all. You feel me? There's no, um, there's no pressure on them to do anything. They can, you know, they can sit back and be like, well, I'm a woman, so I really don't necessarily have to be a pressure. I will be fine, you feel me, unless I have a, a kid or it's a certain situation that I have to deal with that where it's like that. But, you know, it, it's, 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 it's so many things. It's, it's, it's so many ways you can look at that, though. But um, don't let nobody make you feel some type of way because you're not established at a certain age. As long as you're working towards it, you're fine. Just keep working at it. Keep striving. Keep keep, work, keep working forward. You'll get there. You'll get there. Um, and keep people that's positive around you. Feel me? Um, another thing. Stop. I wish my community stop letting, you feel me, stop labeling success with, as far as like fashion goes, with, with the clothes that you wear, with the name that you have on there. I've I've been in the community and I sit back and I listen to a lot of people that say what they that you feel me. I've been in situations where I listen to people be like, yo, when I get famous, I'm gonna give me a Barberry this, I'm gonna give me a Versace this, I'm gonna give me this, I'm gonna give me a Fendi this, I'm gonna give me a Gucci this. These people don't sell these clothes for you, you feel me? They now they'll sell it to you because you're paying money for it and this and that and other. But if you go back to the track words, they really don't want you wearing that thing. And it's like a lot of people I think they get a hard on or they get a sick type of orgasm or affection or something like that from actually wearing something from a people that don't want you to wear it. You feel me? Now I understand, you feel me, that's you feel like you're getting back at a person by wearing something that they tell you you cannot wear, that you're being you feel me? You're being defiant and this and that and other. But at the end of the day, you're still putting money in the pocket of a person that doesn't respect you, doesn't care about you, doesn't invest in your community, doesn't take care of you or your kids and this and that and other. But you're spending money. You're taking money that you could be putting in your own clothing line and you're putting money in their kids' mind. You can put money in their kids' college funds. You're putting money in their kids' mouths. And you're taking money out of your kids' mouths and make sure their kids are straight. I just don't get that. You feel me? You know, like the whole Jim Jones situation with the Gucci store. Why do we constantly have to keep going to places where we get treated badly? You feel me? Why do we have to keep dealing with situations where we tolerate disrespect all the time? You feel me? And these people like Jim Jones have clothing lines. We have clothing lines. Why are you so pressed to go to a Gucci store when you have your own clothing line? You should be putting more money into making sure people invest in your store. You feel me? Why are you going to places where you don't not where you're not wanted? You feel me? We we love going to places where we're not wanted. We go to communities where we're not wanted. We go to outings that we're not wanted. We just love the simple fact of just going to places where we feel that we just are the outsider. And I don't know why it is. Like, we just want the white man's acceptance. We want other communities' acceptance. But at the end of the day, we don't. We go past. We push our own ourselves. We don't want to be accepted by our community. We want to be accepted by everybody else because we feel like we're only successful if you got a white man backing us or a white man or white person smiling at us. We only feel like we're that successful if we have that. 
feel me? And it gets tiresome. And it's just like, damn, bro. Like, we have, we are, we generate a lot of money. You feel me? If we took half of the money that we invested to these people and put it into ourselves, we would be so self-sufficient. We would be 10 times farther than where we is now as a society and as a people. Feel me? But who am I? You feel me? I, 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 people say I'm broke because I don't want to wear, you feel me, these certain type of name brands and this and that and other. You know, but it is what it is. You're tied to your opinion. You want to go out to the Gucci store, shop at a Gucci store. You want to do this, you want to do that, go ahead. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying, this is something to think about. This is something to think about. Um, um hmm, what else? I'm unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Um, okay. This is my last unpopular opinion. Um, I'm not into the whole, I'm not feeling that, you know, uh, I'm starting to see the agenda for as far as black female singers and this and that never. Now, I know it's going to cause a, cause a debate what I say, but I feel like, why do so many black female entertainers have to sell sex to be popping or have to be selling sex to be, you feel me, be in the mainstream? You feel me? I remember back in the day where it was Queen Latifah's, the Moni Loves, you feel me, the MC Lights, where you never seen them stripped. They never showed their body. They never even showed their navel. You feel me? They were, they was, they were still sexy at the end of the day. They were still sexy and strong and this and that and other. And they didn't have to do all of that sexual stuff. They didn't have to sexualize themselves to be in the mainstream. They were still selling. People still respected them. They were still on the charts. You feel me? It feels like now that we're in a, we're in a climate to where it's your only as big as if you show your booty. You gotta be, you gotta be damn near half naked. You gotta be shaking your body all over the place. Like, and they call it, and they disguise it as empowerment. How's it empowerment if you're shown, if you're embarrassing yourself? You feel me? Not necessarily saying you're embarrassing yourself on purpose, but you feel me? You're showing your body parts. You're showing what God gave you. You feel me? You're showing stuff for free. You feel me? Um, how's that empowering? You feel me? How is that empowering? You feel me? I mean, you're not showing any. You're not. You're only. You're selling sex. You feel me? You're not selling. You're not selling your mindset. You're not selling your. Uh, your. Um, your. Your. You like your intellectual. You're. You're just showing one side of yourself. Like, and I'm really mad at Megan Thee Stallion because it's like this girl is in college. She was in. She just graduated not too long ago after seven years of being in college, but she graduated college. And she's very educated, you feel me? She's very smart and very articulate and very all this other stuff. And I'm like, where is this stuff in the music? I don't hear nothing about college, nothing. There's nothing, you're not, you're not, you're not expressing any intellectual thought, you feel me? You're not expressing anything like that. You're a college, you have a college degree, but you're not talking about anything that can help the community. If anything, you're hurting the community. You're talking about sex. You're not talking about, you feel me, you're not, you're, but you call it empowerment. You feel me? By being sexualized and sexualizing the community. But I feel like she's just one of many that has fallen into the trap of that stuff like that. And you feel me? And, and, and I, I feel sorry for them because a lot of times they're the victim because that's the only way they're in a climate where they have to do that to sell. So I can't really put all the blame on them. This is the industry where, you feel me, I should be mad at the industry because... The industry is promoting this stuff and that's and it making this that that's the only way you can make it if you are a certain one way. I mean, I just feel like we could just go back into the days where you have a variety of things. If you don't necessarily want to hear sexualized music, you can go to conscious music. And I'm saying that for the men too. Everybody don't have to be thugged out. You feel me? I remember when it was time where it was a Tribe Called Quest, Day La Soul, 
uh, Rusted Development, Diggable Planets, you feel me, Digital Underground, where you wasn't necessarily thugged out. You had conscious music, you had thugged out music, you had all this other stuff. I just wanted to be where it's hip-hop, where it's variety, you feel me? I feel like hip-hop and jazz is the last true, truest art forms, and I feel like hip-hop is slowly going down the drain, you feel me? I feel like it's going to be the point where it's like, it's no more, it's no more. You feel me? And that's going to be a sad day in music where it's like hip-hop is no more because it's becoming so pop and it's going so trendy to where it's falling into the trap of doing what everybody else is doing when hip-hop was a trendsetter. You feel me? And it's sad for fans like me that's diehard hip-hop fans. You feel me? But it is what it is. You feel me? Hopefully somebody will come out here and just take the charge and change a lot of things about, about the industry and stuff like that within. But, um, yeah, I just want... This is what's... Um, I, it was just something I just wanted to say about uh, some things I felt about certain things. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, my unpopular opinion. I want to say thank y'all for the support on a thousand viewers on my TikTok video for the message and this and that and other. I want to thank y'all for listening and tuning into the big view, giving me all the praise and all the glory and all the, you know, support that y'all have been giving me on a lot of stuff that I've been doing. Um, I got promise you I'm going to be coming out with a lot of bangers and stuff coming out soon and stuff like that. But um, I just want to say thank y'all for listening. And um, I hope y'all have a good Easter. Enjoy the rest of y'all Easter and stuff like that. It's, it's probably over already. It's probably on the verge of about being over in a few more hours. But hope y'all enjoy that. You know, enjoy y'all having spending time with y'all families and this and that and other. But um, yeah, thank you for listening to the Big View Story. Your man, Big Man Christian McCullough. And um, good night.